You're listening to the Dudes and Dads Podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Hey, Andy. Joel, what's up? Well, uh, we're here tonight to talk about just some lighthearted things. Lighthearted? Lighthearted things. Like, uh, if you if you haven't noticed our show title, it's, it's lighthearted. I don't know that that's what I call it. Nope, not, not at all. That's, that's a... That's, a, that's not it. That's a, that's a deep level of sarcasm. Yeah, hey, welcome everybody to the Dudes and Dads podcast. Uh, it's Joel here with my fellow co-pilot and official test... I was going to say test dummy. That does, that that does sound, not sound That right. sounds mean, and it's not what I meant. I I, I trust you test when you stunt, say that. Stunt double. My, my, yeah. I'm your stunt double? Stunt double. Wow, that. Uh, Chester T. Lehman. Hey, Andy. Um, so tonight we're gonna be talking about some things. We we have we do have some lighthearted things to talk about. Should we start with the lighthearted stuff? Well, and then go. Or do you want to do? Let's let's do. No, let's, let's do it. I want. We have to do a few business things to take care of. We have so. some business things to take. Business care things of. to take care of. Oh, that's right. Because Andy, we have some of the greatest. The greatest yes. listeners, yes, we do, and the greatest support team that we could possibly ask for. And Andy is just Andy, literally right now is just bobbing up and down in his seat, excited to tell all of you good people <laughs> about so, what's been going on. Yes. Yeah, so what's been going on is this: we have our spaceship fully funded now. So spaceship ground controlled fully. Major Tom. Wow. <laughs> I. I can't spaceship. What other what other spaceship songs? Uh, anybody? Anybody? Or spaceship songs? Uh, uh, I'm not calling any of them up. In uh, my mind. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> this has suddenly become the Joel's karaoke podcast. John. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, John. we do want to thank all of you who uh, contributed to that fund. Uh, we really appreciate you. I ordered it, and it should be in shortly for our next podcast. And, and Andy, for anybody that's just been living under a rock and doesn't and doesn't know, when we say the spaceship, we we refer to Andy's control panel that he has in front of him as he's orchestrating this fine this fine uh, podcast. Uh, there's a whole uh, just a series of screens and knobs and buttons, and uh, it, at one point I thought he actually also had a telegraph uh, machine over there. I, just, I did, yeah. Um. You can get it. It's the, like the low, low bit rate, low. You know, in case yes. you live out in the rural, you can get the, right. the telegraph version of this podcast. <laughs> and then there's there's AOL. I mean, we're told that we got mail every time that we uh, start the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but the spaceship, uh, Andy's uh, Andy, uh, rightfully, we we just kind of identified that uh, things are getting a little complex over there in his control panel, his spaceship like control panel, and so we put out an all call. To our community, and we said, guys, we uh, we've got a little piece of equipment that could streamline this whole thing, make it a little easier. And as I've been claiming, and again, my claims have not been tested by any medical professional whatsoever. But I did say that uh, the purchase of this particular element to our show would delay Andy's carpal tunnel surgery by two to three years. And I believe it. Yeah, sure. If it sounds right, right. right. Uh, so yeah, so we got this little the doodad the. The stream deck, the stream stream yeah. deck, yeah. Uh, and and before long, you're going to see the the benefits of this stream deck. You will. It's going to come through crystal clear what we have, what we've done, what we've done, and you've and and y'all, 
y'all have helped make that possible. So we want to say you guys rock. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our supporters are they're They're surprisingly supportive. Wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. Like when I think about, uh, well, first of all, Andy, our listeners, we, we know who a few of them are on occasion, but there's a lot of them who we don't know who they are. They're, they're, right. they're, they're a mystery to us. Right. And I kind of like the mystery, Andy, because that mystery continues to provide surprises. Sup- yeah. And so we appreciate that. We do. So thank you guys. Yes, we love you. We, we appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thanks for making this show better. And uh, if if the quality of this show goes down uh, after the purchase of uh, the stream deck, well, don't blame uh, uh, blame it on AOL. Yeah. That's uh, it's our it's our it's our You've bandwidth. Got, we have bandwidth issues. Mail. That's our fifty six k speed that's <laughs> getting in the way. Uh, anyways, the other news item that we have to take care of tonight is I just wanted to kind of bring you guys up to speed with my son, Micah. So oh, those of you, Micah boy, those of you who have been with us for a year now or, or more uh, have found that last year we we got the diagnosis that Micah had some heart issues and he had surgery last year to fix that. Uh, his doctors were kind of concerned still uh, a year from then that the, his blood pressure is higher than they would like it to be. And so they're going to actually go in here. Uh, this following Monday, so the Monday after Easter, and they're going to do like a cath, a heart cath, and look at it and, and possibly fix it right there, which would be great because we wouldn't have to have surgery. That's going to be an op- uh, outpatient type of a thing. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, it, it would be nice, and that's what we're hoping for. So uh, just to kind of bring you guys up to speed to be thinking and praying about us if, if you would. Yes. We are uh- – yeah, we're cheering you on, Micah. And uh, heart stuff, you know. I mean, it's your heart, man. It's not. It's no carpal tunnel surgery. That's no. For, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, guys, we just appreciate your uh, your prayer and support for Micah. And uh, you know, we these are things that you know our families, as you know, are are amazingly important to us. As you know, and our kids are really, really important to us. And so we want to share. Uh, we want to share what's going on. Absolutely. So, Joel, before we get into our serious topic of the night, as the title of the podcast is Five Ways to Destroy Your Marriage, uh, or actually just to, <laughs> how, how to Destroy Your Marriage. Uh, uh, yeah. Five, well, yeah, but we are, we're, there's, a good, there's a good five ways. We have a list of five, we, and, uh, well, and which is brought to us by one of our, we call them a, a podcast mentor of yes. ours, the all, yes. pro, the all pro dad podcast. Yeah. So we saw the, an article floating around on the internet. Yeah. Uh, Lots of one, shares. One of our listeners had, had, had shared it. And yeah. so we wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. So, but first, before that, we want to do the other thing that we've seen floating around the internet lately is <laughs> we, it was, can't, we can't, this guys, I don't know if you know this thing. The internet is, it's a thing. It's and, amazing. And it's got stuff on it that sometimes it, it sometimes makes, are good sometimes good sometimes it makes you want to throw your laptop across the room other times you just want to share it and discuss it and we did we so did. we we actually shared this little meme on both instagram and facebook but before so it's the how dad are you and it has like a checklist of like 20 15 20 things that are sayings that i never really even thought about the fact that i say them until I yeah yeah, yeah and 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 here's they, they've tapped into like a subconscious dad thing here because Andy, I, I'm just wondering 
when did we start saying these things? It, it's right. It's like we have said these things, but we never got together and had an official conference on it. No, and some of them are things maybe that I've got from my dad. You've got from your dad. Maybe. Maybe, but it seems kind of universal. It's so let's so, go through this list here and we'll kind of talk so, about it. It's so great. So the very first thing is guess it's free then. And you say that when a cashier has trouble scanning an item. So like if you're going through <laughs> that and I can't scan it, you're like, guess it's free then. Have you said it? Uh, let's see here. Well, I've said I've said it then or when I buy some get something and there's no price tag. Oh, on it. yeah, that's another one. And I'm like, and I always, I always make a big deal in front of my kids. I'm like, guys, no price tag. Guess it's, it's free. It's free. Uh, so that, that's that's <laughs> the first one. Joel, do you want to hit the next one? Um, okay. Let's go. Are you are you on the show notes? Yes, I am. So here's here's so. <laughs> I've done, every I'm, dad, I'm guilty. I'm every guilty, dad yeah. has done this, and I've done it so many times, and my kids don't get it. Uh, okay, so. And do you have a stud finder in I, your I, in your house? I think it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> this deepens the reality. So, uh, so guys, you know who you are. If you've ever grabbed a stud finder, you've been looking looking for a stud or whatever, and you put it on your own body, you know, like your own chest, and go found it. <laughs> uh, I'm guilty of it. Though. Oh I know my that. gosh! I just don't know, think mine has batteries in it. Uh, Andy, Andy would. Would you? What would Julie? What? What's Julie's response on the the stud finder gag? What do you think? She would probably just hang her head. Hard and like, eye roll. Yeah, it would be one of those dad joke type Gosh. things where she just gives me the yeah. response of, "Yes, you've said it." Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, ladies, here's the deal. Uh, next time you see one of us with the stud finder in our hand, just prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. We we're gonna just, say just for once we could use a little a little nice little chuckle, uh, you know something encouraging in, in agreement. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> found it. <laughs> okay, so the, <laughs> this is another good one too. Uh, so when your kid has like a minor injury, right? Like cut their hand, maybe just a little bit. Are um, they, and here's the are they are they. Are they freaking out? Um, is the kid losing their mind? Are we or no. or we say this no matter the circumstance? Probably no matter the circumstance. That's what. See, that's right because you're you're sold out to it. Right. So it says, uh, "Looks like we'll have to amputate then." <laughs> I, oh, have, have you said that one? I absolutely have. Uh, or like, where I'll go, like, I mean, like clearly, like they've skinned their knee, or you yeah, know, the the typical, and it's just like, guys, I. I think there's only one solution. Looks like we'll have to amputate, which really does tick a kid off if they're in pain. They feel like I'm being not sensitive to their need. I think when I when I claim that the only solution to their problem is to cause them more pain and just permanently (laughs) detach detach the uh, yeah detach altogether. But yeah, Uh, let's see here. What what was okay, Andy. Andy, when it is time to leave for somewhere, and this could be a short trip, reasonably short trip, longer trip. I feel this is more appropriate for a longer trip, like a what yeah. you say before you start. When you get in the car and you go, let's rock and roll. Absolutely. I also, just as a segue, have been known to say, let's light this candle uh, from time to time. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, that one's not on the list. It isn't. So. It should. It should be. Uh, let's rock and let's rock and roll. Like we're about ready to set off and do something epic, right? You know, like we're going to like, like Antarctica. I feel like let's Jack, rock and roll. Jack Black needs to be in there and be like, rock and rock and roll. roll. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I agree. Yeah. Yep. So next one: when your kid takes way too long in the bathroom, you say something like, "Did you fall in?" R- yes. <laughs> Wait, that was too low. There, there we, we go. go. Okay, got it. Ah, this technology we have handy. So impressive. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Did you so fall in the fall in thing? That's. I think that's a classic. That's a long stand. That's a long standing one. Uh, let's see here. Um, gosh, the, we. This is beyond dad. But like when someone, when someone, probably your child, mistakes left for right, and you say. No, your other right. Guilt, guilty right here. Your other, like, I feel like it's it's almost more condescending than anything. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> who says? Okay, here's the deal. I uh, know. I have you ever said this? Have you used this term? I have I, not. I don't know that I've used it. I think it's older than we are. It might be. I think so, it, that you cro- there's an age demographic that you have to cross into. So I'm 41. Joel's younger than I am. Thank you. If you were older than us, you write me and tell me if you've said this. Yes. Okay? Yes. So when you know before looking at your bill, like let's say you went out to eat or something like that and you're looking at your bill and you say before you look at your bill, you say, what's the damage? Yeah. So I think that's an older. I've, I mean, I've I know what it, it means. I, right. Exactly. I've heard it. I've never said but it I don't think I've said it before either uh let's see here oh my gosh i mm, yes i i have heard this is uh this is more of a how should we say this next one this is a common in the uh if you're in living in a subdivision you got the neighbors yeah nearby easy eye shot you know you you the neighbors you know that you chat up a lot the neighbor is out washing their car or really, it could be washing. It could be washing it, anything, it could be anything. Yeah, doing anything that you also need to do, and you say you ask them jokingly, "Hey, can you do mine next?" Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Andy, I don't have you ever given your. Uh, I don't live your anywhere near rural, neighbors. Your rural location, uh, like when you're out, when you see someone out out walking their cows, do you ever say to them, <laughs> "Hey"? Can you walk my next? I uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Things we have here that I don't we're, we're, know about. We're important. Can you do walk my next? Uh, no, I don't walk. My, I don't cow yeah. jokes. Yeah. Okay. Jokes. So this one. Yes, I've been guilty of. So Julie called you out hardcore on this one. Um, yes. I was just resting my eyes. Oh, boy. After falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, so we I, know that you're we know that you're unconscious and I, and I I've, think I've said that several times just resting my eyes. Yeah, um, let's see. What's this? Oh, um, oh, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this might be I feel like this is like a really cliche one. Also older like for perhaps an older demographic. Yeah, but I have you I said something like this before Andy? Mm, hmm. Now I'm getting judgy. I'm getting judgy because it's like, well, I've never judgy, said this and I judgy make judgers and then I find there. out Andy's like, oh, maybe I've said it. Uh, when you see somebody that you know and some place in public or whatever and you're like, hey, guess I'll let anyone in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, I'm, they will because it's a public place. They <laughs> right, literally they, will. they literally let, will as long as you have a shirt on then yes, they'll probably let you in here. 
Maybe if maybe even without a shirt. Maybe might. depending depending what the circumstances are. Hmm. So this next one I'm super guilty about. So uh, when you're seeing traffic on the other side of the road yes. and you're traveling and it's you know slow or whatever, yep. and you say, "Glad we're not going that way." Hundred percent. And on that, like every time there's a traffic jam. Every time. Every time. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yep. You forget your keys. What do you say? Can't get very far without these, right? I all the time. All the time. That's no, me. I think the next one again is maybe maybe another older demographic. I don't know that I've said this before, <laughs> but like stupid when you're <laughs> so stupid. I mean, it's right. funny. It's but. obvious, but like as you're driving past, like let's say horses, and you're like, look horses, or yeah. look cows. You just like, you name the thing. You name what you're going by, and your kids are like, yeah, yeah uh huh, got it, sure, whatever uh, you say. Let's see here. Okay. Kid leaves the door open. What do you say? I'm not paying to heat the whole neighborhood or or the other one. Andy, were you raised or born in, in a, a barn? barn? Yes. Who ha- I, that I, one is that's super. I, yep. Said it super. And and what's funny is when my dad first said that to me when I was young, I was like, wait, I know my dad grew up on kind of a farm and they had a barn. Was was he, was he born or raised in a barn? Was maybe he maybe he was, and that's why he knows what it's like to have a cold wind blow through your home. <laughs> and he he had such a bad experience with it; he doesn't want to repeat it in his adult right. life. So he's getting like triggered by the barn like wind <laughs> wind chill factor, and is yelling out, "Were you were you raised in a barn?" Born in a barn? Anyway. All right. So yeah. for the next one in. It's uh, when you're carrying something heavy, you say something along the lines of it's not heavy, just awkward. Mm-hmm. So kind of to, to downplay the fact that you don't know it's, it's not heavy. I got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sweating man. profusely I'm a, because of the awkwardness right. of I'm this man, object. This is awkward. I'm, awkward grunt, I'm gr- right. grunting awkwardly. It's so awkward. This is so awkward. It's not heavy. Oh, awkward. my word. That is when I, you know, when you look at these things and you you do a little analysis on it, it's like I gosh, I, I'm stupid, uh, but we're all guilty. <laughs> okay. Of saying okay. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're driving in any town. You're in in every town that you're in, wherever. And your number one criticism is people don't know how to drive. They just don't know how to drive in this town. So here's here's mine, and I got this one. I think from my dad. Okay, so it's kind of the opposite though. When you do something stupid, like you pull out in front of somebody, or you're I'm not from around here. here. That's right. right. I don't know. the four-way stop i don't what is we don't have these anywhere else and you could be in the same town that you live but you're like i'm not from around here around here oh that's funny that's funny uh okay but we say okay now this this next one we say it because we mean it right those of us yes right in the rural or the uh uh agricultural settings agrarian if you if you will joel pulling out the big words agrarian hey check that one out uh every time it rains we say we really needed this rain because i think i think we we do we do now would we we would not say if it were flooding however that would be too much 
That's just way over the line. That's Joel. over the line. That's almost insulting. Right. Because uh, we clearly did not. So so when you're in a store, right? And you go to buy something like some a bigger item and like let's say a TV, right? <laughs> you check out the check. The cashier says what to you? Would you like to buy the extended warranty item? <laughs> that's right. Right. And so the, you, you the, decline, you decline yeah. that and then you say the customer care. Yeah, that's whatever. how they get you. That's how they like you like you've you figured out the scam. Right. You figured out the system and you've looked you've squared it. You've looked it square in the eyes. You looked the scam square in the eyes and you were like not today scam. Not today. Not today Satan. <laughs> not today. <laughs> And then you say that's how they get you. <laughs> Who's they? We don't. We don't know. The scammers. The scammers. Satan. Sa- yes. Men in suits and ties <laughs> sitting in a boardroom, going, you know, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. We're gonna make zero profit on any of these other these things that we're selling. But you know how we're gonna get them. You know how the extended, the extended warranty. warranty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, when someone comes back inside because they forgot something, what do you say? <laughs> back already? <laughs> or that was a, or that was a short trip. That was yeah. an, that's another that's another one. Gosh, yeah. I've said that plenty of times. I've said it when I've come back when I forgot something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. All right. Back. So in the last one in this lighthearted section is this. So you're you're tying stuff down, and you say these words. <laughs> That's not going anywhere, especially <laughs> after you like check the strap. Like, right, you got right. the strap, or ding, and it's making the, it make the yeah. like dong sound. Like, That's not going, going anywhere. anywhere, and inevitably it's going to fall off three miles down the road. I want to tell you a quick little story. It goes a little something right. like this. Let's hear it. Story We're, time, with Joel. Story, story time. Uh, so we are uh, moving. Uh, Jackie and I newly married. If you haven't heard our horror stories of early married life with moving multiple times in the first few months we were married, it's a saga in and of itself. But we, we are should do an extra podcast on that sometime. Yeah, Bonus. yeah. The time my apartment burned down before I moved into it. Um, so we're moving furniture from my parents' house to our new place that we're going to live, and my dad has. We have a pickup truck amongst other things that what amongst we're loading stuff in various vehicles but there's a pickup truck like a standard pickup truck yeah. open bed and my dad is just tetris uh the stuff into this thing and the final thing that he puts in that he's got this one hole this one square hole there's an ottoman for our for our couch there's an ottoman and he stuffs this thing down in there and he says eh, that's, that's not, not that's not good anywhere. that's not going anywhere that's not we made it. I'm going to say seven, eight miles down the road. We're on US 20, which, by the way, is a pretty busy highway. Reasonably, not, it's busy road. It's the I think the longest road highway in the US. Really? The yeah. The more you know. So you know, and at this point, the section that we're on is like the two. It's you know heavy traffic, but just two lane. You know, yeah. one lane each way. And I'm driving along, and I look in my rearview mirror, and all of a sudden, I'm seeing the traffic behind me look as though they are like diverting around something. Oh no! Diverting around something. Uh, Your ottoman. Ottoman flew right out. Now, with just barely a scuff, it really made it out of the whole thing pretty well. No one, no one cracked it. Amazingly, or whatever. Do you know- what would have happened though had your dad not said this isn't going anywhere it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere <laughs> he didn't use the tie down strap he just shoved it in there and said this isn't going anywhere and it went somewhere and 
So I made a vow on that day, Andy. You're not ever going to say that. Never again will I say this isn't going where it's going somewhere. It's right. going somewhere. It's, it's going to go somewhere. Oh, guys, if you're guilty of saying any of those things, hey, let us know. Pop us, uh, drop us or a line. If you've got other things that you say, your yeah. dad says, other men say. Maybe there's some goofy saying. If, here's how you test it. Here's how you know if this is worthy. If you say it and it brings you great joy and everyone else rolls their eyes when it's they hear it. probably one of these it's things. So probably one we want to hear it. So, you know, shoot us a line uh, over at dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear you. Um, if you have a really, really great one that you would love to give us a call, go ahead and just look up our phone number there right on dudesanddadspodcast.com and uh, send us a voicemail because we'd love to hear your voice. We do. Oh, we loved Some of you have got, hmm, got the nice voice. All right, Joel. So tonight's main topic and the title of the podcast, the lighthearted, uh, the, the lighthearted part the, of this lighthearted is part. how to destroy your marriage. So this is, is a article that all pro dad had shared uh, a while ago. And so we're, we're going bullet point by bullet point, but we're just going to kind of talk about yeah. it as we go. So it's, it's their article. We're just talking about the talk talking points here. Yeah. And um, we'll link to it in our show notes at dudes and dads podcast.com. Cause they're doing good stuff over there at all pro dad. Yeah, we are, we are fans. We are, we consider them. Uh, the, we consider the all pro dad. It's, we have several podcast mentors. We do that are, uh, they don't know there are mentors, but but they are, <laughs> but they are because we we are we are paying attention and we are um, uh, we just uh, desire to bring the excellence that they do. So, uh, Andy, introduce the first. There right. are five things here, right? There are five things. Yes, there are five things. So let's, the first one is going to be you stop dating. So that's what, you know at before other women. No, you no, stop oh. dating your like your wife. Like, Got you. So as you're dating before you're married, <laughs> makes sense. Yes, uh, that would also kill your marriage too. It will. Uh, but bef- you know, as you're married, you get married. You you before you're married, you do that intentional dating. You, yeah. you want to spend every moment, w- waking moment with your soon to be spouse. But once we're married, though, we just kind of set it. We forget it. We don't do the date thing like that. So that's a really good way to to kill your marriage, really. Yeah, I mean, and it's uh, number one. There, there's this kind of uh, we talk about. I think, I mean, we have had conversations about this, like just pursuing your wife, like mm-hmm. being in pursuit of her, uh, well, like at, you were when you were dating. Correct. Like where it was, where it was evident, like your behavior indicated to her that you were like you were still into her. Yeah, single-mindedly focused into uh, right. sealing the deal as they say right and, I, and it gets easy to, to forget to do that as you yeah. get farther along in your marriage because you know you you have other interests you guys are doing life together and, and so, you're just so tired you're just so absolutely, <laughs> you're absolutely. So tired. well and I, and I think that the, that that kids also get in the way because you got kids running you know doing other other things you got a hundred different things that you're trying to do and it's easy to not make dating important yeah, I and I would say um, this is something kind of recently uh, that I think we've doubled down on a little bit, um, which, which I think Jackie and I both kind of support each other in this. We um, we don't like when Jackie and I are trying to like having meaningful conversation mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, we just don't let our kids interrupt us, right? We've come to the point where we close the door. Like we yeah. go to our bedroom. Yeah. We've kind of made our bedroom our sacred space. Yes. And we, we shut everybody out. Yes. And just uh, we didn't leather tamed. Like we're going down to sit to, to have a 
Well, and here's the other thing: to have a conversation that is not uh, uh, where where tensions are not high. Like I love having. Oh, yeah. How about you, Andy? Don't you love having a conversation? where you're both in a calm state of mind yes. and thinking reasonably clearly. Uh, I wish I did that more often. Um, but in order to help maintain that, it's so it's so funny because it's like we go into a room, lock the door, sitting there, having a talk, and then eventually you can hear you can hear the feet. You can hear the feet coming down the hallway. Doot, 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 right. And they're about ready to knock on your door. They won't even knock. They're just barge. They yeah. just about ready to barge in whatever. And you i'm talking to your father Mm. and then we go we go back to back to talking but again the intentional time uh dating one another and i because i would say part of the dating thing is yes taking time away changing the context but also those dating conversations that you had right right where you're trying to get to know right you know each other things like that right yes and so think back what were the dating conversations yeah. and uh, maybe you need to bring a little to dating conversation back so the so there's an app that julie and i have been using Ooh. uh to, to help with that so it, it is i can't get my phone open um it is called what is it called okay um intimately us yes intimately us and so uh, in there, it, there has sounds the, intimate. It is conversation starters and things. Yeah. And so we've gone through a lot of those when we're doing dates. That's kind of talking, talking about that. So and Andy, I know you're going to link that in the sure, show notes, absolutely, because that that sounds and that's the thing. Well, how many times we and we've said it here before? You're getting out on your date. You're having your conversation, and you're like, okay, here's the deal. It's like it's like flow on the progressive commercial. Uh. How long can we go for her? It's how long can she go without talking about insurance for us? It's how long can we go without talking about our children or 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 whatever? So that actually brings up point number two on ways to kill your marriage is you live for your kids. And and obviously your kids are important, right? They're part of your family. They're They're not that important, Andy. (laughs) But but the truth is, though, like they were they were here after your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your wife was first, right? And, and there's, they're second to that. And so they're literally here because of my because relationship of with my yes, wife, quite literally, literally, but, but you live, you know, you're living for them. Cause I, what I found and what I've heard a lot of people say is once their kids move out, they end up getting a divorce because they have nothing in common because yeah. all the things that were in common were the things with the kids. Yeah. And, and you listeners, I know, I know many of you either have experienced this yourself or know this story of right where there was man, mom and dad were super involved. It, it from the outside looked like a very oh, yeah. active family, very invested family. Well, what you find out is it is investment that is going on outside. It's investment to the kids and not investment in each other. And then when the kids go away, they take the investment with them. Yeah. They, they, they take everything that you've poured into them and they go away. Right. To hopefully reinvest that some in another relationship, whatever, but, but here's but then the that leaves you empty. That's right. Because you look across the room and you're like, I, I don't even know who are you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who is this person? So that goes back to the dating too. Cause I think that that, if you date, you kind of get that still, you kind of yep. keep that spark that's outside of your kids. So that helps balance that up out. And again, uh, guys, uh, guys and gals, whoever, uh, whoever's listening currently, you know, I know we all love our kids. We think they're great. We, we appreciate the gifts and the abilities that they bring. Um, your, uh, 
your your kids are not uh, are not an extension of uh, your value as a human being. Yeah. Um, so if you are experiencing your children in that way and in looking to your kids and saying, oh, my kid has to do this, this or this or or I will be I will experience myself or I'm afraid I'll be viewed as this failure or whatever. Da, da, da. Um, that is a good way to, again, find find value in that and not in who you are as a person individually and also to not find value uh, in the relationship you have with your spouse. And so yet again, just contributing to this whole thing of, uh, well, we're not really investing in each other. We have all these other motivations and why we're spending all this time and energy with our kids. Um, and really Andy, I mean, I feel like so oftentimes we do live in a society in a culture that is run by children. Yeah. And that's not a commentary on our current political environment. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, like like running right they are they are you know they're not sitting down at a board meeting giving us uh giving us directions but what they are doing is if we look at our calendars you know very easily you'll see where our calendars what's important yep so my friends uh yeah all right your kids you're just your kids aren't important that's that was the po- that was the whole point of that just kids <laughs> that's are, the poll quote for this yeah, uh, if you've learned nothing else from the dudes and dead podcast please know your children are not important <laughs> so number three you keep track of everything and by that i mean that time that she may have said something wrong or did something wrong or you know whatever and sometimes we hang on to him even though we've said we've moved on so we may have come said, yeah, I'm done. I'm fine with that. But then really, are we fine with that? Because that, those things just kind of build on top of each other. And I, and I think we need to practice forgiveness and, and, and true yeah. forgiveness, not just I'm okay because we're just going to move on, like let it go, but like actually letting go of what you, what's, you know, yep. what she did to you. Right when we hold on to things that builds up resentment, right? Right. And he's got this, which I really love this, this great quote, uh, Mandela said this, Nelson Mandela said, resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's true. It's, uh, only, only harming you. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, and again, as people of faith, you know, we, we really look to, uh, we look to have the, we try to have the conversation about what does radical forgiveness look like? How do, how do we have lives that are marked by, uh, not holding on to things, but, um, just assuming the, assuming the best of other people, particularly yeah. our, our spouse and, uh, wanting to, wanting to move on and address things, but not, not hold on to things. I, I've been, um, in my counseling work, I have been in plenty of conversations where we're talking about something that happened right now. And then before we know it, we're talking about two or three years ago and this thing that so-and-so did. And it's like, Oh, so that thing from way back then is still at play, right? Still at play, still working. Um, and that's a, that's a, just a really uh, dangerous machine to keep running. So, um, Forgive one another. Let it go. Let it go. I knew you were going to sing. I can't help. This has literally been like the karaoke of Joel. You know what? We should at some point do a compilation of uh, all the songs of all the the times that I've broken out into really terrible song. (laughs) 
Yeah. It'd be our best of uh, best <laughs> 5,000 listens. Uh, Andy, what's next? All right. So the next one is you don't grow. And so I think that this is something it's really important because you need to be growing as an individual as well as a, a, a couple. So usually, you know, you're not your best self when you're tired or anxious or whatever. But part of that is that you're not growing you're, you're not doing self-care. So we talked about dude self-care a couple yes. of weeks ago. And this is this this plays right into that, this dude self-care. Because there, there's a fine line, I think, Joel, between just doing you, the things that you want to do and not taking her considerations in there. Yeah. But yeah. I think that there's a, a fine balance between that and actually doing self-care. And, and self-care is really important. And I think for me, doing this podcast is one of the things that helps me grow like with you. We get to spend time together and we get to do the podcast and, and Amen. learn and learn from people learn. You yeah, know, we, a lot of times this is interviews. really this podcast is a giant exercise in our own selfishness because <laughs> <laughs> it's like because I, I agree with you. It, it's when uh, you and I've had these conversations before where it's like we reflect back on the many great conversations we've had in here both on air and off air um, where I just feel like we know some incredible people that have incredible stories and have incredible insights and there's wisdom to be shared. And it's like, um, I want to, I want to just soak all of that up no matter who it's coming from. I I really want to hear those things and, and get better. Um, not, not just to sit on it, but rather to, to be a better father, to be a better husband. Um, and to, uh, you know, I, as I'm sure has been the case with you, Andy, many times we've come away from these shows and it's like, man, I need to have, I have a talk with my wife, you know, yeah. I got to hash some things out here. Or it's made me more. It's made me, it's think. made me think and grow. Yeah. Or even like in, uh, uh, gosh, a throwback here. Uh, Corey Whitmer has him on the show. You know, he talked about the trips that he takes with his sons and, you know, and I'm like, that's a fantastic idea. And, and I will say like, I've had that conversation with the boys. It's, it's really um it's really it's changed our relationship right Mm -hmm. it is so it's like i want to be open i just want to be open to hear from hear wisdom from wherever it's coming from and to uh to apply it and we're yeah because we i mean andy good lord willing we've got a lot of years ahead of us still a lot of growth to do uh hopefully i'm better tomorrow than i was uh today and and so on and so forth um but uh you know we just owe it to we owe it to our wives to not get stagnant to not get stuck to not get uh yeah just to kind of rest on prior successes or perceived successes and and rather to keep keep pushing forward so yeah um i guess you know this would be a good time we could just say if uh would love to hear uh, comments uh from yeah, from our listeners, uh, even maybe as we post this, uh, as we post it on social media, like in your, what, number one, maybe can you identify something you want to get better at for the sake of your marriage? Just like a personal improvement yeah. thing or, or where do you seem, where do you feel like you get stuck? Like what, what's the, yeah, what's the mud that you find you, you find yourself getting into that kind of maybe pr- prohibits or slows down growth for you? Um, we'd love to hear. We'd love to just yeah get a sense from from y'all kind of what that's like, where how you experience it. And if yeah. if you want to call us, our voicemail line line is five seven four 
574-213-8702. Again, that's 574-213-8702. We would love to hear your voice, so please call in. Yeah, so you can just leave a message and say, here's here's where I get stuck. That'd be great. Um, and and we uh, and we won't use it on the show unless you say we can. Um, number five, Andy, and and this this one is, um, you know, if a marriage is ninety percent communication, part of communicating is speaking, but then also listening and hearing so really hearing another one of those cliche things is god gave us two ears and one mouth so listen right that's right and it's true listen twice as much as you speak and i yeah there's definitely some wisdom in that um well and i think in the article that we're we're kind of basing this episode off of the the opening statement for this paragraph is listening feels like love so listen well yeah so yeah, uh, so so that's I think you know, yeah. We need to listen well. Uh, you know, there's one thing of hearing your wife, but then there's another thing of paying attention. You can be working on your phone. I can't do this well because I don't multitask anyways. But <laughs> you know, people can be. I say people because I can't. You know, looking at their phone or doing something else, and then someone's talking to them, and that's that's not listening well. Listening well is putting your phone down, looking in the eyes, so that they know that there's attention there. Yeah. And 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 giving in giving that and actually listening. Yeah, the I think that's key. I mean, limiting distractions. Um, I also like just in general, like good active listening skill is to actually is to uh, to help keep yourself engaged. Ask questions. Ask follow up questions. Right, and and, and repeat what you're hearing too. Yeah. So when I was back, this is a fun fact. When I was, I think, middle school, I was what they called a peer mediator. And so this makes sense. To yeah. Me. So essentially where you, I'm helping my peers, you know, get through their problems, basically, like when they right. have problems with each other. And one of the things that we learned and actually I, <laughs> I did this with my children today. So again, again, some of the greatest lessons we, we learn, we learn early on and if we can yeah. hold on to them, it's great. Right. So one of the things that are there is you let each person tell their side and then you kind of repeat it so that you make sure that, that what you've heard is what you, you know, what they're saying is what you're actually hearing. Yeah. And, and then so you're, you're repeating that to them. So this applies to for your marriage. That's yeah. a very good thing. You know, when you're actively listening, you're putting the phone down, you're looking in the eyes and you repeat back what is is said. And then that way you're expressing the concern for what the, you know, what their issues are bringing. Yeah. Uh, listening well. And this is, um, you know, I say this as somebody who <laughs> spends a lot of time listening for a living. Yeah it's hard work. I mean, really Andy, like it is, uh, there's some days that I feel really exhausted by listening to people. And it, it's not that it's not that, uh, the, the folks that are talking are just like, just, just are, they're so terrible to listen to that it drains, but there is an act like the, the amount of tension, attention that we really have to give to listen. Well is, is considerable. And right. And there's, um, you know, in communication, all kinds of all kinds of opportunities, obviously, to misunderstand or to mishear or misinterpret things. So, if you're doing the active listening thing, where you're really sold out to like, no matter what, we're going to have clarity in this conversation, and I want to be sure that I have understood the other person well, and that they have understood me well. Like the back and forth that you have to do there, um, where uh, you. <laughs> 
you it as I like some of my couples that I do therapy with, um, you know, I, I explain it to them as like when I when I can see that there's communication problems, mm-hmm. I just say, listen, we got to go back to elementary school on this one, right? And it, and I said, and, it, and by the way, when we do this, your 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 conversation is going to feel clunky at first because oh, yeah. because what you're going to do is you're going to say things like like okay, so what I'm what I'm hearing you say is this this and this. Did I get that right or have I missed something? And then they have to come back and say, well, actually, whatever. And then you're coming back and say, okay, so I understand that instead of the, like, it's very, uh, 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 you know, step, step by step. It's hard work. You do it long enough, though. It's more of a natural it thing. It becomes more natural. We just have to learn it. We have to spend the time learning. So, you know, uh, fellow fellow dudes, I would just I would just say this. And, and again, men get men get a bad rap um in the communication and listening department you know like it's like a kind of a cliche thing right um we we can do better um but we have the capability of of uh, just putting some things into practice i think that ultimately like i said feel a little clunky it'll feel hard like hard work but it's a it's a skill just like anything else and so um listen Listen well, listen to understand, not just to uh, be ready to say the next thing that you want to say. Right. And I think that's important too, is not thinking of your you know next question. You know, they talk about in, in interviewing, you know, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts and talks about how to do interviews well. I mean, that's because that's what we do here on this right. podcast. Right. And so I want to know how to do it well. And one of the things that they always say is actively listen listen not thinking of what you're going to ask next but listen to gain the knowledge mm. of what they're actually saying yeah and i think that's important in your marriage too yeah interview interview your spouse interview your spouse uh, interview not interrogate i should say those are two <laughs> separate excuse me where are you in the yeah. 23rd <laughs> i need answers now yeah that's that probably will destroy your marriage that too. that will yes <laughs> well guys this is this has been a, a very good conversation i've really yeah. i've really appreciated it um joel just broke his microphone oh man okay here we go all right there we go uh so i really appreciated this 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 conversation i would encourage you to to go out and and do the opposite of these these things that's right do these things that are going to keep your marriage alive yeah Um, yeah and you know guys i think uh when we uh do these things intentionally uh, and i'll just say this moving forward andy and i are going to be um we're so maybe we could just put this out there to the community. Andy and I are going to try to have more conversations around like things that we have read or are currently studying uh, together. Um, and this can be everything about this can be from parenting. Um, this can be for, you know, uh, for personal health, um, spiritual health. Uh, this can be for uh, marriage related stuff. Um, if you've got like resources or things, you're like, man, I would love for Andy and Joel, Andy and Joel to like read or dig into this stuff and then have a conversation about it. Let us know. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com. Joel, before we close, though, I want to thank everybody who is currently a Patreon a supporter of yes. our, our show. This show does take money to do uh, to hosting costs and, and things like that and upgrades. And we really appreciate you. Yeah, and it's you know I'll be honest with you guys, the the, the prices are going a little bit higher uh, just due to the recent uh, catastrophe in the Suez Canal. So if you could 
Oh, it's not a thing. I, uh, oh, I, I just, I'm sorry. There's, I just figured that <laughs> it was affecting us somehow. Anyway, uh, but guys, we appreciate your support, uh, Suez Canal uh, blockage or not, and uh, we just thank you for um, just having our back. We thank you for the yeah. encourage the encouragement that we get from you all, and uh, we love doing this this thing. And we're looking forward to uh, we're we're almost into spring. Yeah uh man things are gonna get fun and crazy here soon and uh we're hopefully um well not just hopefully we will uh we're gonna have some really i think great conversations and be bringing um be bringing more guests we have more guests in we'll have some returning guests we're gonna have uh maybe you know as maybe andy maybe this is the year that we plan our first uh uh, uh dudes and dads summit we do sure. uh we'll do uh, some some interesting something event interesting. a live recording something like that when we can get people uh, fun. back together so uh we're always open to ideas yeah. of what we can do to make the show better or how we can uh, what we can yeah we're yeah. looking for ideas so right and if you want to join those patreon troop that we have here the troop the, the tribe troop, the tribe all that uh you can go to dudesanddadspodcast.com slash support and there's an option for patreon and patreon users get uh, special things they get extra they content and uh, i'm releasing show. a karaoke uh album, uh, album. Get. yeah so <laughs> that seems that that'll pull them that'll pull them in andy <laughs> absolutely they're gonna love it they are gonna love it uh, Joel. solid gold <laughs> oh, guys we love you so much thanks for tuning in this time and until next time grace and peace